Broadband providers, they were skeptical in the beginning, but we believed ourselves that we could build an operator grid solution based on that standard, and we did that. It took us years to come to that point, but we are happily seeing that the adaption is becoming more and more common, and uh, we have already deployed operator-grade solutions with EasyMesh last year with several operators, and we are seeing the pace of deployment is increasing in 2023. More broadband service providers are using Wi-Fi EasyMesh, and now AirTies has contributed a Wi-Fi EasyMesh controller to the RDK open-source platform. Welcome to The Signal. I'm Martha DeGrasse, here for Wi-Fi Alliance, and this is our podcast where we give you the inside track on Wi-Fi. These conversations bring industry leaders to educate you and us about the growing portfolio of Wi-Fi technologies that we see changing the connectivity landscape. And today, we are delighted to be joined by Metin Taskin. He is founder, CEO, and CTO of AirTies. Metin, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Marta. Thank you for inviting me. This is our first podcast on EasyMesh, and so we're excited to learn more about that. But first, it would be great if you could educate us a little bit about AirTies itself and how you play in the Wi-Fi ecosystem. Yes, definitely. AirTies is a smart Wi-Fi solution provider for service providers who are providing broadband services to home users. We are delivering a software solution to service providers. It's actually a hybrid software solution. A piece of it runs on the home Wi-Fi routers and gateways that service providers are providing to their customers. Also, there is a cloud software that runs in a cloud system, and it's providing diagnostics and analytics capabilities about the Wi-Fi performance of the home users. The system also makes sure that the home user is able to utilize this broadband service with a good quality of experience, optimizing the Wi-Fi network at home and basically providing data to the service provider so that they can support those home networks better way. And I think you were motivated to start this company after working on Wi-Fi at Cisco for a number of years. Is that right? Yes. Before I started AirTies, I was working at Cisco Systems and uh, mostly on enterprise Wi-Fi solutions. At that time, we see that enterprise Wi-Fi was it was big at that time. The market was growing quite fast, but home Wi-Fi was still small. And I have seen that the home Wi-Fi will become a lot more complex and a lot more demanding and there wasn't enough attention from technology companies to, to develop a better home Wi-Fi, especially the software solutions. So we started company 19 years ago to focus on home Wi-Fi solutions and focused on delivering better software for the home Wi-Fi operations. Okay, and now you're focused on easy mesh as an important part of that yes. equation, right? Yes, definitely. When we started, we had our solution, we started developing our solution and we started deploying. At that time, there was no standard available for us to use in order to enable mesh networks or Wi-Fi management solutions, and we developed our own proprietary solution. But four or five years ago, Wi-Fi Alliance came up with this great standard, uh, Wi-Fi EasyMesh, and we looked at the standard and we thought we could deliver our solutions based on Wi-Fi EasyMesh standard. It was important for us to move to a standards-based solution because standards allow us to focus on innovation and differentiation in our higher-level software where interfacing with the Wi-Fi chips or Wi-Fi hardware is based on a standard where 
if we deal with a different chip or a different hardware vendor, we don't need to change our software continuously. So that actually simplified our integration of our software into new products. It actually reduced our time to market, which was a great difficulty before when we were building our solutions on our proprietary system. And how are broadband providers reacting to EasyMesh? Broadband providers, they were skeptical in the beginning. They thought the standard was not operator-grade. It was made for retail and operators needed more features than what the standard was offering. But we believed ourselves that we could build an operator-grade solution based on that standard. And we did that. It took us years to come to that point. But we are happily seeing that the adaption is becoming more and more common. And uh, we have already deployed operator-grade solutions with EasyMesh last year with several operators, and we are seeing the pace of deployment is increasing in 2023. Many operators are, we have many projects to deploy Wi-Fi EasyMesh-based solution with the service providers. Well, that's great. Congratulations. Thank you. So you've recently helped accelerate adoption of EasyMesh, working with RDK and even making a code contribution to the RDK community. But first, for those who may not be familiar, can you briefly explain what RDK is? Uh, Yes. Uh, RDK is an open-source software platform that is formed through a joint venture between Comcast Charter and Liberty Global. Uh, Comcast Charter and who? Liberty Global. Liberty, okay. Yes. It provides a standardized software across broadband customer premises equipment, routers, gateways, setup boxes, video equipment, even some IoT devices also. So it's an open-source operating system. It is deployed in more than 100 million devices worldwide right now. And there is a lot of RDK contributors around the world, and there is about 600 tech companies who are contributing code to RDK community. And some more operators are joining, especially the latest significant one was Deutsche Telekom, who joined RDK community too. In fact, Deutsche Telekom is one of our customers. Great. So RDKB provides a, a common software for customer premises equipment devices where uh, the service providers themselves or vendors can develop advanced features and innovation on that platform. Okay, fantastic. And can you explain the EasyMesh code contribution you made to the RDK community and why uh, it's important? Airt has contributed Wi-Fi EasyMesh controller into RDK source code. It's open source, so it's open to any RDK developer to utilize that code. And the core functionality of RDKB controller now is basically enabling the Wi-Fi EasyMesh standards-based products available with RDK software. It sets up the uh, Wi-Fi mesh backhaul connections. It enables onboarding Wi-Fi mesh devices. It actually provides better management capability of Wi-Fi network over RDK-based products. Now, how big is the RDK developer community? Yeah, like I said, there's about 600 companies who are developing code inside RDK. You can imagine how many developers are contributing code there. So it's quite big, actually. It's, uh, well, it's specialized. It's a, it's a broadband service provider product code. You don't find RDK in retail products or you don't find RDK in different handheld devices and things like that. It's a specific software uh, operating system that runs on your home network devices. It really relies on the, the equipment that service provider gives the, to their customers, and that basically runs the home network. When you think about that software, if you are not able to manage that software very well, you're not able to bring new services or you're not able to bring new technology fast enough. So by collaborating on developing that code and by having a, a very capable software product, the service providers are able to 
develop new services much faster. They can improve their performance much faster. The software is a very important piece of home broadband service. So if you don't have good software or right software, you're not able to compete in the market. You're not able to provide new features or new services to your customers. Yeah. Do you have any examples of new services that providers have recently launched that may have leveraged some of the RDK capabilities or that they're planning to think about launching? Yeah, I mean, if you think about, you may be familiar with Comcast Xfinity services sure. for purely on RDK software. Just imagine the mobile application that they are providing. Even though it runs on the mobile device, it's actually getting a lot of capabilities from the RDK-based gateway or RDK-based set-up boxes in the home. Imagine all the new features they are using, for example, managing the camera in the home and you know the IoT devices that, that they are introducing. So it's really the basic operating system to be able to put any new service that they are trying to bring to the market. So the software that runs on the CP devices is not so visible to the end users. So the end users don't really know that there's a lot of things going on in the home Wi-Fi. They eventually see on a mobile device or they see it on uh, basically while using their broadband service. But a lot of things are happening in this software, embedded software that runs on the router or the IoT device or the setup box that's installed in their homes. And does the fact that it's open source make it more likely to interoperate with other software that may control other devices in the home? Interoperability is, is one piece, but mainly interoperability comes from standards. Okay. So that's part of RDK, of course, this, the operating system is using the standards. But main feature of uh, using this RDK-based systems is being able to develop software much faster. Typically, in the past, it was very difficult for operators to upgrade the software of the embedded devices in the home. Now, with RDK uh, solutions, they are able to update every month or every couple of months. They are able to bring a new feature to your home network by being able to add new features to it. Okay, fantastic. So stepping back a little bit, do you see the broader service provider community becoming more accepting of, of open source solutions now? Yes, this is a definite trend recently. A lot of service providers are investing in their own development teams to be able to control the software of their broadband services. So I see, I mean, Deutsche Telekom, you mentioned that Deutsche Telekom is now developing their own RDK-based software, which is common to all their service provider subsidiaries. In Europe, you will find Deutsche Telekom or Vodafone type of service providers operating in many different countries. They acquired many different service providers themselves. So uh, for them to really go faster in terms of new features and differentiation, they need to have a common software in all of their subsidiary operators. So that is a big trend. Uh, A lot of service providers are taking the control of their CP software, the customer premises equipment software. RDK is definitely a very good solution for them to take control, start developing on top of that existing software base and uh, really be able to control their user experience and differentiate themselves in the market. Fantastic. All right, Metin Taskin, CEO, CTO, and founder of AirTies. Thank you so much for joining us on The Signal. Thank you very much. And that is our show. Don't forget to check the show notes for more resources, and don't forget to subscribe to The Signal on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You'll get all the latest episodes straight to your device. For all things Wi-Fi, check out Wi-Fi Alliance. That's y-fi.org. I'm Martha DeGrasse. Thanks for listening. Please join us next time on The Signal.